so I call you Sipe all the time, and obviously that's not your first name. It's uh, your first name's Chris. You call me Mark, which is yeah. my first name. Yeah. But part of the reason I call you Sipe, outside of just, I feel like that's a very like guy thing to do. Is yeah, you know last when, name. You're, when you're when you're on a sports team, yeah. you know, you either call each other by their last name or their number. Right. You know? Let's go two three. Come on. Yep. All right, five. Let's go. Yep. Or you call each other by your last name because that's the name on your jersey. Yep. It's your last name. So there's a little bit of that involved, but part of the reason why I call you Sipe, and I don't even know if you remember this, but I told you um, basically when we first met that this is how it went, is I wanted to, or like a more recent movie at the time was Shark Tale with Will Smith, you know? I don't remember that one. Shark uh, Tale? Yeah, so it, Will Smith is like a fish and he wants to be famous. <laughs> and so, like, basically he comes across a shark that ends up getting hit by, like, an anchor. Okay. And then people think, like, he killed the shark. And he's like, oh, yeah, I totally did that. And then, like, <laughs> so he becomes super famous. And obviously it's a big lie. And, like, there's this whole, like, nice story about always telling the truth and, you know, type of a thing. But in the movie, his boss's name is Sykes, S-Y-K-E-S, Sykes. Wow. And every time, because Will Smith's kind of like, a, or his fish, I think the fish's name is Oscar. <laughs> so Oscar is kind of like a sleazeball. Yeah. So whenever he gets caught like slacking off or like doing something he's not so supposed to do, he's like, yo, Sykes, what's up, dude? What's up, guys? What's up, Sykes? You know, and he does that. And so when I saw you and I learned that your last name was Sipe, yeah. my brain instantly was just like, went to that. And so I was just like, yo, what up, Sipe? Let's go, boy. What's up, Sipe? And now that's like, what, 10 years, 11 years later now? 12, I think. Like, well, it's been a hot minute. Let's see. I started dating Rachel 12 years ago. Well, what was your first year at camp? Do you remember the uh, year? The year after. So 2011 would have been it so so 11, 11 years 11 yeah. years 11 years wow. since we met and it's unreal i call you sipe actually because no. of shark tale <laughs> no i got oh adam bombs in invited. here too i got i w- rachel and i went to to rock's wedding together so we would have met at rock's wedding okay no because you were a camper or you were a counselor before that, but Rock was not there, which is why you. Oh, uh, that okay. was your first year of counseling, though. Okay. Yeah, so it still was 2011. Oh so, my God, this is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me try this one. All right. Um. Oh yeah. By the way, um, we are opening up some Boulevard. Uh. I don't know what. So it's their summer variety pack. Summer variety pack is. uh, I don't know the specific name. I'll have to look it up. This one is called Tropic Slam. I thought it said Storm, but it's uh, Tropic Slam, and it's uh, an ale with guava. I don't know what that is. Pineapple, orange, and other natural flavors, and it's called a Tart Island Ale. It's tart with a tropical twist, and dude, this is a perfect, and I mean perfect fire pit beer you might have to taste this before you even open your own can so this one is uh the zon it's a belgium style whitber uh it's an ale with coriander and orange peel it's bright citrus and sunshine Ooh. so yours might not have you tasted it yet yet. okay let me know if it's a bonfire beer or like a golf course beer or like an in-the-house beer on the lake beer dude that is 
That is a summertime. I'm trying to I'm trying to pinpoint. Okay. It's gonna be like evening. Sun's still up. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just got done eating like some really fresh dinner, like maybe a salad out of your own garden. Oh. Your right? garden. Yeah, my garden. Right, right behind, behind us. us. Yeah. Uh yeah, dude, taste that. Okay. That's and really you have to taste this one. All right. Because it's incredible. Uh you're not sick, are you? No. Uh, well I am. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As he's taking a drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I can definitely tell the Belgian style. Y- yeah, you're right. Um yours is definitely a post dinner beer. Whereas that is like a lake day, golf day, bonfire day. Oh my god. I know. It's so good. Dude, the pineapple. Yeah. I wasn't like, I'm not a huge, huge fan of pineapple, but that's good. That's really that's good. That's really good. Okay. So back to the Sipe thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. I stole it from the movie, Shark Tale. And then after that, it just stuck. Like it's, it's honestly, it's one of those things where all of our friends call you by your first name. Yeah. It is weird for me to call you Chris. Truthfully. Really? Like even to your wife. Yeah. I'm like, oh, where's Sipe at? <laughs> dude I, and she's a sipe <laughs> yeah i've never noticed it i yeah. mean as far as like i mean i'll still drop the c word every now and then right right but you're sipe to me yeah dude that's i've never even i i haven't noticed it like i'm just so used to being called sipe i guess mm-hmm. but i'm not like nobody else really does unless they were on track team with me but even even then it wasn't like a common thing right Weird. So, yeah, that is the origin story of Whoa. why this is the Mark and Sipe dad cast. Yeah. As opposed to the Mark and Chris dad cast. Yep. Because it wouldn't be authentic if I called you Chris. Yeah. No. And saying I've always called you Mark. Yep. Mark with a C. That's right. <laughs> with the C, baby. Big old C, baby. <laughs> That's what they call me. Mark with the big C. All right. Well. I'll let you guess what the C stands for. <laughs> uh... So, should we hit record? Should we <laughs> yeah. get this thing going? No, I actually already did. Oh, snap. Yeah, baby. You snuck so that in on go. me. Welcome back to In the Middle Podcast. This is a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and life's greatest conundrums. Co-host, Mr. Hurdle. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> do, do the normal introduction. Mark? Sipe. What's up, dude? Not a lot, man. We got the fire pit going. Yeah, boy. There are bugs flying onto my neck. So <laughs> Now, granted, my, my legs are fine. I, I took off the jeans, put on the shorts. The legs yep. are fine, but the bugs are definitely flying onto the neck. We are in bug season. We are outside. We have a bonfire going for those yes. not following us on the stream right now. Yes. And... um. We have some delicious Boulevard beers. Yes. Variety pack. Um, yeah, super tasty. It, actually, I'm even just going to look at the pack real quick and see if it actually says summer pack. Yeah, and and while you're doing that, I've I've honestly have been wanting to do this since January. Ooh, it's called the Party Pleaser Pack, but it's Party definitely pleaser. like there's summer Yeah, there's variety a summer, pack. there's a sun on the box. Right, exactly. With sunglasses on. Yeah, so the Party Pleaser Pack. Yeah. And I am drinking the Tropic Slam, you are drinking the... The Zahn. The Zahn, yeah. Um, 
and yeah, definitely summer brews for sure. Yeah, and uh, you know my my original plan. I've always wanted to do a bonfire cast mm-hmm. from like literally the very first time that we turned on the recorder. I was like, I think I really wish we could do this outside. Once we got this recorder, right, the pod yep. track, I I was like, we can absolutely do this outside. Yeah, and so. Honestly, since oh shoot, when when what probably March, we got this, mm-hmm. and yep. I was like, it has it's only been what three four episodes, right? But even before that, I was like, I honestly might set up some like extension cords and try to do our podcast outside. Right, I've wanted to do a podcast around a campfire since like January at least. Right, like like a real real like we need to do this. Today was perfect. Yeah, there's no wind. No. Which is unheard of in yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. And this Not is just Kansas, the Midwest. Yeah. And this is Russell, Kansas, which is like freaking windy all the time. Yeah. How many 80 mile an hour storms have we had in the last six we months? We literally had one less than 24 hours ago. <laughs> right. And then before that was like two weeks ago. Before yeah. that was like a month ago. Before that was December. Yeah. Like the tree that is right next to us right now. It's a big ass pine or spruce, something like that. I am honestly surprised it has not fallen over. That first uh, eighty mile an hour like windstorm that we had, it the ground all behind it was like moving two or three inches. Oh, yeah, yeah, not good. And we've had like three storms since then. So I don't know how it's not down. Um, actually, your uh, what, the, what the hell was that? Uh, I don't know. We're outside. I know we're gonna get all sorts of strange noises. Yeah. Cars will drive by, and yeah. you, knowing our luck, someone's gonna have, you know, no pun intended, a fire across the street, <laughs> and all of a sudden we're gonna have to shut this down because <laughs> <laughs> somebody's like hopping, hopping the fence, yeah. hopping the fence, trying to steal from us. Uh, but but no, uh, I'm having it cut down here in like hopefully another week or so. Sweet. So it's gonna be gone. It opens up the yard a little bit. Sadly, though, gonna lose a lot of shade. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we have a huge house still that's gonna be blocking some of the it. <laughs> Humble brag, much? <laughs> it's a two-story, but yes, it is a very nice house. And uh, now, granted, you middle also school. have the middle school right. right next to you, which, when the sun does go down, it creeps behind that thing quickly. So right. the evenings will actually be very nice. It'd be cool back here. Yep. Yeah. And we still got a couple trees on the other side. We'll be all right. Yeah be good um hey what are we going to talk about today well i tell you uh i do have i don't even want to say a gripe yeah but we're going to just talk about parenting styles right um which we'll get into that a little bit we also are just going to do a very quick quick (laughs) quick quick what the hell is that i don't know that that (laughs) almost sounded like a queef (laughs) you can tell where my brain's at right now Uh, (laughs) Oh, uh, don't shoot. even edit that. That was great. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm a not. quick, a quick overview <laughs> of uh, what's going on in the sports world right now. NBA fi- uh, or not NBA finals, but the conference finals yes. are hot. We're in the middle of the NHL playoffs, and we got the PGA Championship this week, dude. I didn't. Even, I haven't been following. That's crazy. I I haven't either. The only reason I knew about it was shout out again to uh, the Breakfast Ballers. Oh, uh, with you betcha radio. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they talked about it, and I was just like, oh crap, that is this weekend. See, uh, I haven't listened to them in a couple weeks. 
See, and I've been looking forward to, one, the match, which is right when I get back from camp, uh, right. June 1st. So we're going to watch, the, or you're going to have to record it so we can watch it. I think it's actually on while we're both at work. Um, okay. And then I know the Open, or the U.S. Open is usually sometime in June as well. So I've been looking forward to those. I kind of forgot about the PGA Championship. Yeah, I did too, to um, be honest. So we're going to talk about that. And then lastly, we're going to talk about Bonfire Etiquette. Yes. Because we have the bonfire, and there are do's and don'ts you need to know if you go to a bonfire in the Midwest, and I'm not sure what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to stand up, and I stepped on my cord. Oh, okay. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so, I guess I'll just kick off topic number one, uh, which actually, should we do a topic one transition button? Yeah. That's this one, right? Yep. And we are back. And we're back. That was quick. Uh, so, <laughs> parenting styles, okay? Yes. My wife and I, we talk about this all the time, that part of the reason we love our friends that we have been friends with for over 10 years now. Yeah. And that'd be you and your wife, Caleb and Amber, Alan Ryan, all them. Yep. Is because we all have not only similar personalities in terms of interest disinterest that sort of stuff but we were all raised differently like my wife and i were raised very differently but parenting styles not so different and i think it's a midwest thing but there are people in this world who that is now something i look at when i'm making a new friend for example of like how are they around their kids or my kids or whatever because if their kids are crazy because they are completely undisciplined, yep. I don't want to be around those parents either <laughs> yeah. because it's like, you don't know how to parent your kids. And so I'm just going to give a couple of examples. I'm going to leave the names out of this. Right. But I have- And it's happened within like the last six months that we've noticed. Honestly, even beyond, like ever since I've had kids. Right. So like, I obviously I inherited um, my stepson <laughs> Reese. But I like that. <laughs> uh, I have so my daughter and your son are yeah. five. Yep. Um, and so for five years now, I've noticed right parenting stuff. But it's more obvious now when we have toddlers, or they're they're kind of growing out of the toddler phase, and right. now and they're now they're starting to be ki- become kids. Right. To where you're not like teaching them how to walk anymore, or or no means no it's like right they know yeah we're not talking coddling babies or anything like that like i'll let them cry like no 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 that's not what i'm saying yeah uh well actually i guess i will say that is a portion of it (laughs) so tell you what let's just start in the baby phase i am noticing and granted this is the world we live in now we live in a world of technology and it's you know it's all around us. We have it in our pockets at all time. You are watching us right now, courtesy of technology, like yeah. podcasting. We used to have to be on the radio if you wanted to hear these stories and our voice. Right. You know, but no, we can do this. Great. Nothing drives me crazier than when I see like a four month old sitting in like one of those little like rocking, like those bouncy chairs or yeah. whatever. And mom and dad have like cocoa melon or something <laughs> on the TV. It's like, okay, first of all, he's four months old. Right. Settle down. Like you are yep. literally training him from birth to look at a screen. Yep. 
Like, let the baby, like, babies put things in their mouth all the time because that's part of how they, like, explore and stuff as as an ash just singed my leg hair. Um, But, like... That's that's how they explore. They like look at things. They look at colors. They you know they feel. They taste. They smell. You know the five senses. Yep. And you're literally training a kid that oh you're crying. Here's a here's your video. Yeah. Like that drives me crazy too. Is when parents if their kids are being unruly in a restaurant, they pull out the phone, they turn on Netflix, and the kids will then sit quietly. Like right. It's a great tool in dire circumstances, but that's when it should be used. Is dire. Yeah. Use it sparingly. Right. Like, this should not be a go-to move. This should be a last resort type of move. Yep. That's something you and I don't do. Yeah. Is, yeah, we do not just throw our phones in front of our kids' faces. Right. And we definitely don't do it at an age where, like, they can't even process what's going on on the TV anyhow. Dude, I am so proud of Rachel and I right now because Elliot, till this day, right, he turned five, uh, what, a month ago? A month and a half? He still can't even turn the TV on by himself. Great. He we can, have parental locks so that our girls can't just go pop on a show right? or a movie. Yeah. yeah. And like, and, and some people might be like, are you serious? Your five-year-old can't like turn on the red button on the remote? It's like, no, because I haven't showed him. Yeah. And like he I, doesn't need to know. Right. And he doesn't know how to like go through all the, the apps on the on the TV to get to Hulu or Netflix or... Amazon Prime or Disney or anything like that. This is how like the Playboy channel gets bought. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Son's just (laughs) clicking around. Actually, that'd be a funny excuse for your wife. I don't know how the Playboy channel gets. Elliot Earl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, but, and then the other part of that is like, we, like if, if I have my phone out in front of him and, and he is watching Netflix, maybe on the road because like he's stayed up the whole entire time and he's ready for a nap and I'm just trying to get him to go to bed, mm-hmm. like go to sleep. I'll throw my, my Netflix on and like watch like a, a Disney movie or a Disney show. Um, but if it like, if he hits buttons and it turns off, he's like, dad, fix it. Yep. Like he doesn't even know how to like turn on the the power button on my phone good and i'm proud as sh- for that yeah absolutely like, like i don't want him to know how to do like how to use a phone or or operate anything until like eight right and don't hear what i'm not saying i beat super mario brothers when i was three years old right like yeah. imagine isabel beating a video game yeah, no, that's like insane. that's a proud dad type of moment yeah but I also wasn't spending my entire time on the Nintendo because right. my parents were bad parents. It's just like that was a hobby I enjoyed, and they were very much <laughs> a a like okay, you get to play for one hour, or you get to play for thirty minutes, and then you have to go play outside for right. like five hours. Yep. Which that's just another thing. How great were the nineties that you could literally just like disappear from your house for five hours yeah, as long as dude. you were home in time for dinner like nobody questioned anything that was great dude and <laughs> like my mom gave me a watch when i was like seven mm-hmm. and she's like when your watch says i don't know six thirty, she's like you have to be home yep. a, min- a minute late you get one day of grounding and dude that rule stuck with me all the way until i was a senior in high school mm-hmm. and we still live in a small town where like my oldest son does that all the time yeah of like i love that go i don't care where you are now granted again technology is great we have f- phones now we can yep. track them that sort of stuff but i mean he just got a phone this year so yeah. honestly the last couple of years when he's been riding his bike around town i have no idea where he was who he was with what he was doing 
It was great. Twelve? Uh, yeah, twelve. About to be thirteen. Jeez, Louise. But I mean, he's been doing this since he was like eight, nine yeah, years old. Yeah, I remember, uh, and and I remember Katie saying something about like there's a radius, like you can't go past. Yeah, none of the none or, of the busy streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's super cool. Yep. And I think, I mean, Elliot has no interest right now in riding bikes. My girls, here's the other thing. I know, in a pinch, if I said, "Girls, you go to Uncle Chris's house." You go straight there and you don't deviate. They could do it. No kidding. They could. And they will. Yep. They know exactly how to get to your house. And I know they would follow those directions. They're five and three. Yes. Yeah, now, do I recommend doing that as a parent? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but I've instilled that discipline in yep. my kids, which is my next point. Oh, yeah. We're talking about raising kids. Yes. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we are. Not just our own childhood memories. Yeah. Nothing drives me crazier than kids who are very clearly not disciplined well at home. Yeah. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying you got to yell at your kids or even spank them or anything like that. Like, but kids who don't understand when I say no, I mean no. It means no. When I say stop, right. I mean stop. Right now. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I mean now. Not on the fifth time. Right. Not on the tenth time. Not in a limited number. But I mean, stop. Right. And so, yeah, recently I was around. Now, granted, I always feel like there's a small exception to be made for the firstborn because you always want to be the perfect parent. You don't want to be too hard on them. But like at the same time, there's also helicopter parents out there. Oh, yeah. And they don't let their kids do anything. Like their kid falls down and they go running to him. It's like, God, let the kid get up. Right. Like, they yeah. need to learn. It's okay. To fall down, scrape their knee, get back up, and keep going. Yep. Like, and I tell my girls that all the time. They fall down, they scrape their knee, and Daddy, I need a bandaid. It's like, no, you don't. It's not even bleeding. Please, it will make it feel better. No, it won't. No, get, no, it get doesn't. back outside. Band aids are not a magical thing. They're not. They came from heaven, or and the three year old takes them off in five minutes, anyways. Right. Right. Like it's, a waste. it's not a magical thing that makes things feel better. Right. It's not. Well, who who started that? Like, I don't know. All kids do that. That's like, actually how Band-Aid remains in business is they just came to children. <laughs> that's why That's why there's Elsa Band-Aids. You can't even buy regular Band-Aids anymore. They're all like characters. Yeah. We have Mickey Mouse <laughs> yeah. and uh, Paw Patrol. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so back to the point at hand is I can definitely tell, especially with only children, uh, like, like yeah, they don't like, have siblings, right, on, yeah. an only child. I can definitely tell that portion, but like I was around a kid and their, their parent was telling them to do something and it was just, you know, immediate, just, no, I don't want to. And it was just like, you need to do this. Yep. And it's like, no. And they start like stomping their feet and starting to throw a temper tantrum. And it's like, honey, you need, and they're being yeah, and it, granted, I'm there. They probably don't want to scream and right. look like a crazy person. Yep. But at the same time, I'm sitting there also questioning, like, why are you not yelling at your child right now? You know what happened? They in my are house? being very defiant. No, I don't want to. Yep. <laughs> right. Just one little get your attention. Yep. Right on the probably back of the head. Report me. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? I'm coaching T-ball this year, and I don't mean to to derail this, but oh no, 
one of I'm, the things I'm sure you're gonna you probably have plenty of kids on that team yeah so that you can tell yeah. are undisciplined at home yes and and it's so it's it's not necessarily undisciplined it's maybe the the parenting styles are different as far as we are very strict as parents mm-hmm. but we also let them play and learn right right what we're strict with is the our morals right to me respect is a is a huge yes. thing yes right y- you are hitting the nail on the head right here when I grew up in Oklahoma, it was yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, everywhere I went. Yep. And it, it didn't matter if I didn't like you as my teacher or if I didn't like you as uh, maybe a, a, a kid that was always getting in trouble and it was their mom and dad. Like, I don't, like, all of that goes out the window. If you're older than me, it's yes ma'am, no ma'am. Yep. And so um, with, with me being a t-ball coach now, and we've had a full two practices, right? Yeah. <laughs> But I can already pick a pick. Uh, I can identify differences in parenting styles, even with just I think eleven or twelve kids. Mm-hmm. And and I am so proud of how Rachel and I, and and honestly, you and Katie, are are raising kids. Because when I say everybody look at me and listen, I see maybe six or seven of my kids on T ball look and listen to me. Yep. And two of them are always our kids. Always. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it probably helps because Elliot knows he's going <laughs> to <Sure>. get slapped on, on the head, right? And again, not slap. I'm not, again. We, kn- we yeah. know. Um, but I get his attention. And, and so, but I am so proud of my little dude on the T-ball team. And dude, he is like just learning. Yeah. Right? And I'm coaching with uh, another friend of ours, wife. And and she's great with kids, and and she's a great coach. She she played softball. She might have played in college. I'm not sure, but all throughout high school for sure. And she like puts the schedule together and all that. But we split up the kids a lot, and I try not to coach my son all the time. Right? I don't I don't try to coach Elliot and like and, and split off groups all the time. Right. And and so I I, I grab all the other kids, and and Kate or uh, Sadie grabs all the other ones. And so we split off a lot, and we do drills and whatnot. And and I can see every single time we split we split kids. It's like, all right, I'm gonna have to really take more time and more patience with these two or three than these two or three. Right. Um, and that's, dude. I don't know. Like it. It's tough to see that, but they're not doing anything wrong necessarily. Maybe no, it's just again following directions. Right. The the very basics of being in a not only a social setting but also a setting with an authority figure yes and that was kind of the other thing that i noticed about the the kid that was kind of throwing a fit for his mom yep is one thing that i have always noticed and i've been like very happy with and i know it's kind of a stranger danger thing but if someone you don't know like as a kid hollers at you (laughs) or gives or tells you to do something you're very like whoa what like why okay yeah because (laughs) you don't know what their reaction is going to be and that's one of the benefits that's one of the like yeah you talked about pros and cons of being parents is your kids feel safe around you so they will defy you and if you are not a parent yet you will hear this all the time 
your kids are crazy at home, right? They're yep. driving you nuts. You take them to grandma's for the weekend because you and your wife just need a break. Yep. And you come back and it's like, how are the kids? Yeah. And they're like, oh, they were great. They were yeah. fine. Like they never fought. They went to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, they, they slept, slept the through whole the night. night. God yeah. Dang, like dude. all that stuff. Uh, and you're just like, what? Yeah. Like, are, are we talking about the same kids? Yeah. And that's the thing is it's because they're comfortable with you. They love you. They know like where the line is with you yep. and how they can push your buttons and push not. And, and push the line. Right. Yes. Whereas again, when it's grandma and grandpa, uncle Mark and aunt Katie, yep. you know, a complete stranger, they don't know where that line is. So they straighten up. Yep. This kid, it didn't matter if I said something. <laughs> it didn't matter if the mailman said something. <laughs> this kid reacted mm. the same. Yeah. Nope. And I'm I was just like. It. I was ready to smack him upside the head. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Yep. And and again, I know that the parents were embarrassed. Yeah. Because their kid was act going crazy. But at the same time, I was like, you know, I can only imagine what life is like at home. Right. When it's you wanna be their best friend, you wanna be their playmate. It's probably ten times worse. Oh my gosh. You know. <clears throat> so um and, and real fast, yeah. as you collect your thought, yep. uh, Klebinski in the chat said, "There's a Japanese show on Netflix that is all about sending three-year-olds to the grocery store." <laughs> I don't know specifically what that means. He didn't really elaborate, like <laughs> if it's just by themselves right. or if it's like taking kids to the grocery store is like right. a dare because we all know that's like hell on earth is taking. It can kids. be. Well, okay. Let yeah. me backtrack. It's hell on earth if your kids are not disciplined. Right there, you go. Yep. So, yeah, because I have seen some kids in Target or yeah. Walmart or Dylan's or wherever. Like running through the, and the freaking like, racks. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, you do not know how to behave in public. Yep. Who are your parents? Yeah. Whereas, again, and I'm not saying my kids are perfect in the store, like walking in a straight line like little ducklings. Right. That's not the case. But if I'm like, you put that down now. Yep. Or I'm going to give you a spanking. Yep. I am not afraid to do that in the grocery store. I'll do it. And again, if someone wants to call social services on me, it's like, look, my kid behaves better than your kid, and I will I will fight you tooth and nail on that one. I can guarantee you your passive-aggressive little, oh, honey, remember when we... No, they don't remember because they're four, and they have the attention span of a goldfish. Oh, okay? my God, dude. I love that. I saw a TikTok the other day of like... Uh, this dude was, beer. yeah, me too. I'm getting stressed just talking about this. This, this dude was like, <laughs> Hey, uh, let me try to use my, my calm voice. All right. Uh, son, please stop doing that. And then like, he kept doing it. Oh, hold on, I need one. Oh. And, uh, and they're like, son, please stop doing that. And they kept doing it. And then he was like, damn it, kid. And like, you saw like. Him like the, the kid like just yeah. like perked straight up and like ran over to him, and it was like, yeah, get yeah. off the shit, <laughs> right? And that's I, an old bit. And I do that all the time, like with with my kids. Like I'm trying to be nice about it, and it's like, like they they are not listening, mm-hmm. and I have to put on my dad voice, and I have to get on to him a little bit before they're like, oh crap, he's serious. I go you know by the mean? rule of three. And here's an example. Ready? Uh, by the way, Klobinski says, yeah, it's by themselves, the three-year-olds in the grocery <laughs> oh, store. God, so that'll man. be interesting. That I might have checked that out. Okay. Here's how it goes. You ready? We'll say Mary-Kate's doing something she's not supposed to. Mary-Kate, please don't do that, sweetie. Mary-Kate, 
don't do that. Mary <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> it's the rule of three. <laughs> yep. I use please and thank you on the first one. I use stern voice on the second one. Third one, it's like, look, honey, three strikes, you're out. Yeah. I've told you. Raise a level. Right. Yep. You're done. And that's it. And now, granted, once, like, the moment has passed, we calm down and it's, you know, honey, when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. Right. You know, how does it make you feel when yeah, I yell at you? Yeah, explain it. Right. Yeah. Or, honey, here's the reason why you can't dive headfirst off the couch, okay? Like, I just, I want to explain this to you so that you understand that this is not a safe choice or as we call them, red choices. Red choices. You know, yeah. you have green choices and red choices. Yeah, like a stoplight. Right. Green choices are good. Red choices are bad. And it's like, honey, was that a green choice or a red choice? Red choice. And it's like, okay, so why did you do that? I don't know. And I was like, did you do it because you thought it'd be fun? Yeah. And, you know, we have the conversation, but again... In the moment when either safety is an issue or she's being a butthead, whether it's to mom or her sister or grandma or what, like, yeah, you cannot let those things go because otherwise it becomes a habit. You have to nip it in the bud, just like you said. And so I just kind of wanted to bring up that fact of. I'm never going to tell somebody I'm the perfect parent because yeah. I am not far from it. I don't think anybody is really. No. And I there mean, are, we make mistakes. There are parenting styles for everybody. And yep. if you're someone who's not a heavy discipliner, that's fine. I honestly hope you prove me wrong. And you say, look, my kid is the best behaved kid. And I've never yelled at them in my life. Yep. You know, like I hope that exists. Truthfully, well, I will I, take a lesson from you yeah. as a parent, but here's the other thing is every kid also behaves differently too. Yep, exactly. Some kids respond very well to, I don't want to say physical violence, but you know, you give them a spanking and like that, they will never do that yeah. thing again. Yep. Other kids, you can spank them all day. <laughs> yeah, until you're blue in it, the face. Right, and <laughs> it doesn't do anything to them. Yep. Those kids, maybe you have to, yeah, like, I don't know, embarrass them or... Time out. What? Time, or no, time out. Oh, sure. Yeah, time out, yeah, or, time out. or in the corner or, uh, you know, take a toy away. It, because mm-hmm. Ben used to be like that to where, like, all you have to do is put him in the corner and, like, oh, my gosh, the yeah. day was done for yeah. him. And then as soon as you pull him out, and like, he was he was fine. But um, because I we tried spanking, I don't know, pr- kind of early, but he just didn't understand it. And and we would try to explain it to him after, you know, he get done crying and all that, but it, he never learned from it. Sure. And we started taking stuff away from him and then, oh my goodness, like, and then he explained why we did and he was like, oh yeah. And so he's starting to understand that now and get to the point where- And it'll change over time. Yeah, it too. does. It does. Like, you, you I'm a kid adapt. who I never feared being grounded because, th- like, I'm just going to- sit at home play video games and watch movies and stuff (laughs) like that anyways yeah but the second mom like yeah took away the tv yep then that sucked but i would all i was also creative enough to be like well i'm just gonna go over to a friend's house and like hang out with them right so like i would find ways around it but it was still the fact of like i would have to overcome an obstacle right as opposed to like yeah i'm not nervous about this punishment ground me i dare you right 
In fact, mom, let me make it easier on you. I'll just take a month off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Like, it's cool. Yeah. So let's uh, let's transition. You think? I think I think so. I think yeah, we. I, I think mean, we could have a whole entire podcast on this. We could, and and yeah, I'm not gonna get into the weeds and like go into like specific descriptions and stuff. But the fact is, is there's multiple parenting styles. Yep. But we notice as other parents, yeah, when your kid <laughs> is the one, and yes, we do judge, yeah, because, and and don't get me wrong, there's some kids out there that probably never do anything bad and it's because yeah. they're getting like punched in the face at home yeah, and like yeah, yeah. those people need social services called on yes. them. But you know, so if your kid's super duper well behaved, like robot well behaved, I might be concerned. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. every kid needs to have a little bit of rebellion in them. Yes. But there's a difference between, like you said, respect and disrespect and that's where for me, I pick it up very quickly. Oh yeah. And if your kid is not a respectful kid, I don't even want to be around mom and dad because it's like I just know we're gonna clash. Yep. So yeah, or you're gonna judge me when I when I get on to my my boy about something, right? Yes. It's like nah, it's me. Yeah. And he's gonna be good. <laughs> and, and I will say, just as a closing argument to all of this, that is one of my favorite things about our relationship is we have gotten on each other's kids. Oh, and we yeah. have obviously we have permission to do that from each other. It, on top of the mutual respect of like, look, if my kid's ever out of line, you yep. put them in their place. Like we, we have that agreement. We understand it, that it won't go too far or anything like that. Yep. But like I have seen you step in when maybe I'm being a little bit shallower and I'm kind of thinking to myself like, good, I'm glad I didn't have to be the bad parent this time Yep. because I am the stricter one at home. But then there are times where, yeah, we're watching your kids, you know, we pick them up from daycare from time to time. Yep. And yeah, whether it's Elliot or Ben doing something they're not supposed to do, and and again, I know how you parent. Yep. And so, especially if it's Elliot, it's like, <laughs> Elliot, are you supposed to do that? You know, and it's like, no. I'm like, excuse me, no, sir. Yep. You know, I love and that. he, yeah, and I just know that that's part of your process. Yep. So like, I don't make my kids do that, but when I'm disciplining your kids, it's like, I'm sorry, what was that? Yep. No, sir. Yes, sir. I like, appreciate that, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So let's go ahead and move on to some sports. All right. And I want to stoke the fire during this this transition of our segment. <laughs> and then I got to open up some beers, too. Beers. Beers. Uh, so stream. How we liking it so far? I know we got Rock in the chat. We had Adam Bomb. We had Otana. We had Grim. Uh, which we've also never really held mics before. Is it like, you know, very messy, or is it coming through pretty clear? That is some smoke, but that'll help yeah. the. Although my wife won't be happy when I come home laying in bed, smelling like smoke. Yeah, we're gonna have to take some showers. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah, stream. How's it sounding? Um, you know, shifting hands on the microphone and stuff. Let us know. Whatever we can do to improve, that's what we're here for. The live. Nothing like ashes in the face. Every guy likes a good ash in the face. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Junebug. Come back. Yeah, it is Junebug season, bro. 
It's not even June yet. I know, but I'm saying, like, they are out. Uh... Klubinski says good stuff. So apparently the audio sounds good on his end. Can you see well? It looks fine like to us on the camera. Um, but yeah, if we need to try to make it brighter at some point in time, we can do that as well. <laughs> I did it. I did the rule. I wasn't supposed to do that. I don't know what the rule is. Oh, we're going to talk about it on the third segment, I guess. Oh, okay. Bon, bonfire etiquette. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And we're back. And so, quirk is what this quirk? one is called. Yeah, it's called quirk. It is a, oh, no. Oh, I missed this on the box. You got the uh, the seltzer. The hard seltzer. Dude, honestly, that one isn't bad. Strawberry, lemon, and basil. That one isn't bad. I've had that one before. Um, but I also like basil. Yeah, dude, that flame's coming right for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just... Dude, do you know how many views we would get if I just combusted into flames on stream? Dude. All right. Check out this video! <laughs> oh, my God, we'd be fit. I'd do it for the vine. Do it for the vine, baby. No, and so you have the quirk. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad, right? I don't mind the fruity flavor again. I am not. I am somebody who does not like fruit infused into my beer. It's not beer, though. It, well, okay. My beverage of alcoholic right. choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I will say is, again, there are certain beers that, depending on the situation, right now we're around a bonfire. Yep. You want that refreshing taste. Yep. I appreciate the taste. It's the, again, the sodaness of seltzers that gotcha. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I want to drink. A Mountain Dew or a Pepsi or whatever, I will drink that. When I'm drinking my beer, like, yes, obviously beer's carbonated, I know, but it's too pop-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that's why that. I don't like. Yeah, I get that. I I have, though, I've started to drink more seltzers because uh, my wife, like, right before the whole pregnancy yeah, happened. Yeah, she got into them. Yeah, and then we had just a fridge full of them. And so, like, anytime I'd run out of beer when we were playing playing games and stuff at night, I would just, like, open up a couple of seltzers. Yeah. And and honestly, I, I kind of develop a taste for them. And they're super low-cal. I mean, or carb, calorie, uh, whatever. Both, I don't know. Both. But anyway, my, my beer that I cracked open uh, is a Southwest. It's, it's just called Southwest Boulevard. Oh. And it is 4.5% alcohol. And it's a lager with salt and lime. I was going to say, the, the can looks almost like margarita-ish. Yeah. So, a squeeze of lime and a pinch of salt is what it says on the side. Okay. I I like it. Is it good? I like it. All right. It's a little bit... It's not necessarily like natural... Give me a like, taste. Like supernatural tasting, yeah. but it's it's good. It's good for a canned beer with, with salt and lime. Oh, yeah. You know I can mean? definitely taste the salt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, again, that's like a that's a good lake beer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because and I see I taste the lime more than I, I, the salt. I think. Well, there but you go. Kansas City Boulevard Brewing Company, go get you a pack. That's good. It's a good variety pack for yeah, sure. Yeah, it is, especially for again the situation we were in. Uh, which I will say this before we jump into the sports, I yeah. have a fun tidbit that I learned. Okay. Um, 
literally just this past week. Okay. So, speaking of delicious beers, so I went to go buy a 30-pack of Bush Light. Ooh, yeah. Didn't have it at the store. You were with me when we went. Um, oh, yeah, that, yeah. That was when we bumped into each other at the yeah, yeah. store. Which, can I just say, that's a magical place to be of like, oh, where are you getting? Yeah, like, hey, It's fun. What are you thinking about tonight, huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so, I went to go get Bush. They were out. Yep. So I did the backup plan. I got PBR. PBR, baby. Right. And it yes. was awesome. Yep. Okay. So then we we were about to have all the people over on Saturday. Yep. And my wife is like, oh, hey, I'm running to the liquor store to grab more sangria. Do you want me to grab you anything? I'm like, actually, since we're going to be outside and you introduced me to these last year oh, at the yeah. golf course, I was like, if they have any of the pineapple natter days, I go, don't get the pink strawberry cans. Yep. Those suck. Those are terrible. Yeah. yeah, they're awful. I said, but if they have the pineapple ones, I want a case. Right. And she's like, she's like, really? Like pineapple? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Like it's a summer thing. Like, Trust me. You'll never see me drinking in the winter or anything like that. Like, but I want that. So she's like, okay. Well, she went to the store and she saw a flamingo on the case and it was pink, obviously. And so she didn't buy it thinking like it was going to be the wrong thing. Right. So she bought me a 30 pack of Bush because she knew I would want it. She didn't realize I still had PBR in the fridge that I barely even cracked into. So she brings that to the house. I'm appreciative and that's great. But I really wanted those for our day outside. And so I text our buddy, the Drake take. Yeah. And I was like, hey. Since you're coming over, would you mind swinging by the liquor store and grabbing the pineapple nowadays? He's like, yeah, I got you. So he brings me that. So I have three 30 racks of beer in my fridge. Oh, it's 90 beers, okay? It's a lot. That is a lot. But nothing's worse than when you're sitting around a campfire, you're out at the lake, you're playing Xbox, whatever, and you drink, you know, six, seven, eight beers in one sitting, and then you look at your 30-pack, and you're like, God, like, I'm almost halfway through this thing already, <laughs> right? Right. Here's what you do. Because it's a mental game, right? Yeah. The other night, I drank seven beers. Jesus. Playing Xbox, okay? No, <laughs> yeah. but here's what I did. Is I just pulled a couple out of each pack. Oh, bro. When I No, when I went down the next morning, it didn't even look like I dented them. Hell yes. But I drank a lot. Hell yeah. And it was awesome. Now, granted, it's an immediate... It's a short-term loss. Yeah, yeah. Long-term investment. Yep. Because... Again, you're not because I also ration beers. If I know I just bought a case, I'm yep. like, I don't need to drink six. I should probably just have two. Yep. Not anymore, dude. I'm keeping <laughs> ninety beers in my fridge at all times. <laughs> We're just getting there. It's just gonna be a uh, what, what? That would probably be like what sixty dollars, sixty dollars a month for sixty dollars a month. See, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm gonna spend that anyways. Yeah. I might as well just spend it all at once. Yeah, and then and then you stock it up, and then you don't have the the mental tor- turmoil of like, oh crap, I'm about out. And the best part is, is since I got that's the other key is you buy three different flavors. Yeah, because sometimes, yeah, I'm not in the mood for it. You know, maybe it's not 90 degrees outside. Maybe right. it's only 70. Yeah. I'm not gonna drink a pineapple natterday. I'm good. Yeah. Alternate between Bushlight and PBR. Yeah. So those will get a little bit more of a dent, but then on a day when I'm going golfing. I pack a sixer of the Natter Days, Dude, yeah. but my Bushlight and PBR didn't get touched. Yep, I and like that. it looks awesome in the fridge. I like that. I like that a lot. So, tidbit so, for, the, for the pod. Talking about golf, though. Yes. Uh, the PGA, PGA Championship yes. is coming up this weekend. Yep. And you know who's not going to be there? Defending champ, 
Dad Savage, oh, bro. aka Phil Still? Mickelson. Yeah, he pulled out. Um, so I've last I knew he actually joined that Saudi league that he crapped on. He actually did. Well, I think it's because like at this point in time, it's good for him to take a step away from the PGA, right? And, like let this whole thing blow over. So I'll probably go play over there for a year or two, and then he'll be back, and like no one will even remember. Right. And in fact, he'll probably be celebrated when he comes back. <laughs> right. right, Phil's back, yeah. You know, guys like me will be thrilled. Not that so, I even care about really what he said, but won't be there to defend his crown. Right. Tiger's playing. Tiger's playing. Tiger's playing, bro. So we're gonna have that back. Rory coming off a sweet Masters day four. Yeah, bro. He's feeling hot. Um, and in fact, I'm just gonna read you real quick the uh, the top ten in terms of like betting favorites right now. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So uh, top five: Rom, Scheffler, not to be surprised. Yep. Uh, Masters champion McElroy, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth. There's your top five. Okay. And then the five after that, Morikawa, Cam Smith, Cantlay, uh, Matsuyama, and Shoffley. Um, but then there's a bunch that are kind of roughly the same betting line. Your boy Will yeah, is actually Will? in the top 15. No way. Yeah, Willie Z, Dang top 15. It. I bad, love it. It's he, a bad bet now. He though. actually has, I mean, technically it's the same odds. Oh, I see. They Never mind. They listed this according to tea time. I was going to say, he's actually ranked above Brooks. Oh, yeah, that's not, that's not happening. But the the betting line's the same. They're plus 4,000, but the reason he's ranked above is because he tees off earlier. 4,000? Um, but yeah, Willie Z and Brooksy have the same odds to win this tournament. Did you say 4,000? Yeah, you bet 100, you win 4,000. No way. Yeah. That might be worth putting 10 bucks on, dude. Hell yeah, 400, 400 bucks? bucks? Absolutely. Dude. Dude, should we make some golf bets? Yeah, I'm going to. All right, let's do it. Okay. Right. Um, um, you mentioned so Dad Savage pulled out of the league. Yeah, I think that's probably the first time he's ever done that. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and again, we won't spend a lot of time on it. And honestly, <laughs> I haven't done any research on the PGA, but I am excited to see what Tiger can do following up making the cut at mm-hmm. the Masters. Um, see if he can make the cut again yep. at a major tournament because I think if he continues making cuts that'll continue to improve into him like being in contention right and then potentially winning another major trying to catch jack nicholas um and and that sort of stuff uh i'm not as excited about rory because again the masters is the one championship he hasn't won or the one major i should say he hasn't won so if rory does well hell if rory wins like that'll be awesome but it's not the Masters. He right. needs to win the Masters. Yep. So, personally, um, I will root for our boy, Willie Z. He's my um, boy. I, I think Ricky Fowler's playing in it. I'm still standing by him, even though he hasn't done anything noteworthy in golf in years. But I want to at least still say I'm on that train so yeah. that hypothetically if he ends up winning this thing it's like look i've been on his side the whole time i never left um but the mustache. Then, right uh but yeah i honestly i kind of want to see so what what's always good for golf is because because golf in itself is always a parody sport the same player never wins like tournaments back to back to back to back since tiger yeah i was gonna so say i'm kind of i'm kind of pulling for shoffle to go back to back majors that would be very impressive 
Wait, so there hasn't been a major since the Masters? No, there's only four majors a year. There's tournaments, right, but okay, there's only okay. four majors. Okay, yeah. Right, okay. right, right. Yeah. So I'd love to see Shoffley go out and win back-to-back majors because yeah. that would be a big headline. So those are my Pretty top sick. three. Okay. My boy, my boy uh, Fowler, our boy Willie Z, and then I'll yep. for Shoffley. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm going, uh, you know, I'd really like to see Brooksy win. I know I, I've crapped on him before, but uh, I think he he needs one because, and this is why I'm saying, why I'm rooting for him. Brooks is the next, he's he's in that same group of people that are going to be the next greats. right? Sure. Like There's he's, a bunch of them right now. Right, and that's like, he needs to get one more win to continue that confidence for the next four or five years. Sure. Right? Sure. So I want to see Brooksy. Dude, I would love to see DJ. I would love to see DJ win it. Uh, And again, right, he won the Masters in uh, not this past year. But, the yeah, 2020 in the fall. And, uh, dude, he was on fire. And honestly, even this last Masters, he was was still looking all right. Mm Mm-hmm. so I would I'd like to see DJ and then obviously Willie Z. Yeah. So Brooksy, DJ, and Willie Z is my top three. Cool. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but then I want to very quickly transition, and this will be our fastest transition. The NHL playoffs are going right now. And those are the Canadians, right? Uh, well, mostly. <laughs> uh, so in the East, so we're in the quarterfinals right now. Yeah. So in the East, it's the Lightning versus the Panthers, um, and Lightning are up 1-0. And then tonight, I haven't checked the scores, uh, but we have the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Don't care about any of those four teams. Okay. The West, however, is a different story. We have the Avalanche up 1-0 against the Blues, who the Avalanche are the best team in the NHL. Okay. They're my, like... So my three teams is like my West teams, the Avalanche, my East team is the Penguins, and then my in-laws are Boston fans, so the Bruins are my number three. Right. And 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 the the Blues are St. Louis, right? St. Louis, right, yeah. which we had this conversation I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but St. Louis is not an extension of Kansas City. It is not. Stop it. Yeah. Anyone who claims they're a St. Louis fan including Mahomes and Kelsey, who were there yeah. when the Blues, uh, did they win? I think they won the NHL or the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Yeah, because it was against the Bruins. Yes. Yep. So the Blues won, and Kelsey and Mahomes and all them were there like supporting as if they were the home team. No, they are not. They are not. And especially out here in western Kansas – you are one of two things. You're Kansas City or Denver. Right. Kansas City doesn't have a hockey team. Denver yeah, does. Yeah, they do. No, not a professional one. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I mean, they, they have like... The Denver Stars? No. Colorado Avalanche. Oh, but yeah. But they're out yeah, of yeah. Denver. Okay, okay. But what I'm saying is, is Kansas City does not have a full-blown professional. Now, granted, if Kansas City got an NHL team, I would jump ship that, from the Avalanche to Kansas City. They yeah, were the Denver. Kansas City Kings like, way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, but Denver has a professional team. Yeah. Oh, okay, Avalanche. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah. That's what I I'm was, saying. Yeah, I was thinking, I thought I thought you said you, they Denver did not have a team, so that was my bad. Go ahead. Yeah, well, they're called the Colorado Avalanche, but they're out of Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other West teams are the Canadians, which are the Oilers and the Flames. So for me... Freaking Canadians. For me, it's <laughs> Avalanche or bust. Right. I don't care about any of the other, you know, 
seven teams in this thing, and last year the Avalanche choked in the playoffs. They're up 1-0 against the Blues. I'm cheering for the Avalanche. I just want that to be put out into the Kay. universe. It's there. There we go. They're going to win. Mark's it's team. Be awesome. The Avalanche. Yes. Uh, but then we have the NBA playoffs. Yeah, bro. So I've been, I've been, I haven't been watching games, but I am a, I'm a, I'm a day one almost, I think on sports center on snap. Okay. And it's like literally every morning I watch sports center on snap mm-hmm. and I catch up. Like my brother's and a huge stupid clickbait. Titles. I freaking love it. Dude. Oh God. I see. I don't, I don't do it for the clickbait titles. I do it because it's my home's getting traded. Yeah. No, it, he's, what? Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Shut up. Yeah. But my brother Mitch is, is a avid, like every single morning sports center for the first hour of his day. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I used to be that. Yeah, when Mitch I got up early, still is like yeah. he will watch Sports Center for the, like, and he'll he'll catch it right because it reruns over the half hour right. So if you if you get there at like seven thirty, like you can catch up by eight thirty right. It's right. all the same thing, um, and so I, I, my Mitch's Sports Center is Sports Center on Snap every day. Okay, it's like six minutes long or so. It comes out at five central time so like by the time i watch it it's like oh yeah it's a little bit late but whatever um and and so i've been catching up with nba and i don't know about the hawks right now or sorry not the hawks uh the heat i mean they're they're looking good and uh our boy uh gosh dang it i can't even think of his name i know oh hero tyler hero yeah tyler hero from last year dude he is still freaking balling out oh yeah no he's good now here's the problem so they're going up against my celtics yeah and this this was even before my in-laws again my in-laws are boston fans right right, i will never be a patriot at least not as long as bill (laughs) brady's gone once Bill is gone, maybe I'll talk about the Patriots. We'll, we'll see. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of scar tissue there mm-hmm. that I got to get through. Um, but no, I have been a day one Celtics fan. Like right. Celtics are my East team, and then again, West team right now, or like it was Denver, but then Oklahoma City got a team, yep. and like naturally you want to cheer against Denver yep, unless they're Denver. the closest ones. Yep. So Oklahoma City became my home team. Again, if Kansas City ever gets an NBA team, I'm jumping ship off hint, the thunder hint. to Kansas City. Hint, hint, Mahomes. Right. right. <laughs> I, I, no, dude. Truthfully, I think Mahomes could get both like NHL and NBA teams yeah. to Kansas City. Yep. Like, I really think he could. That would be huge. That would be electric yeah um but anyway and plus kansas city is a basketball town anyways right um but uh so i digress my celtics going against the heat they did lose game one but they were down two starters right and they only lost by like 10 i think and so i think the celtics could still make it if they get both those players back i just checked the score wasn't surprised by this but i was really hoping the suns would pull it out in game seven against the mavericks because Suns Warriors would have been a great series, and I still would have like been cheering for Chris Paul a little bit. Yeah. Um. But they got they annihilated hard, dude. Luca. Well, was freaking on fire. That's great. But the reason why I was cheering for the Suns is I don't think it's going to be a contest between the Mavericks and Golden State. And sure enough, the final score tonight: Golden State one twelve. Mavericks 87. No way. Because the Mavericks go as Luka goes. So if he's off, it's over. 
And God. the thing with the Warriors is Steph might be off, but Clay will be on. Or Clay might be off, and Steph will be or like, or Jordan Poole. Sure, right? But like, like that's what I mean. Is the Jesus. Warriors have too many weapons? Yeah. And it, and granted, I'm a casual NBA fan. I mainly just watch the playoffs. So yep. maybe the Mavericks are three or four deep. I don't know. I only know about Luca. Right. And so, for me, I don't think they have any really. I don't any necessarily think guards. the Warriors are going to sweep. But right. I'm predicting like five games, whereas Celtics Heat that could very easily go six or seven. Right. And I'm hoping we get a Celtics Warriors finals because I think that would be elite. Yeah. Like the Heat are fine. They're technically the number one seed, but like I don't know. I just I feel like they don't have they, they just don't have that it factor. Right. Like I don't know. Whereas the Celtics, you know, Jason Tatum's awesome. Smart's defensive player of the year. Al Horford is a wily vet that, like, deserves a title. Um, Can we talk about about uh, the green hair, though? I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to. I feel like that's a dangerous road to go. <laughs> when I first saw him, because, again, I, I watch Sports on Snap. At least it's not Metcalf with, like, the hot pink hair. Right. You know. When I first saw him, because he was an uh, Oki State player right and i hated the the uh smart yeah there's two of them Mm -hmm. the smart twins i hated them when they're at oklahoma state and i still hate marcus smart now i still do he's 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 way too chippy there's a difference between playing hard i hate him offensively i hate him defensively see my thing defensively with smart is he I mean, he still does. Don't get me like we're we're in the age in the NBA where like this happens more often because they're more likely to give you the call now because it's right. not like the eighties and nineties NBA when you could you literally like beat the shit out right. of somebody. <laughs> but and I call it the Shane Battier because that's yeah. what he did for the Heat. Right. Which is you don't play defense, you don't contest shots, you just wait for someone to drive the lane and then you just slide in and hold your nuts. Right. Like, come on. Get out of here. Smart doesn't do that. Like, he'll still take charges, but they're, like, well-timed. Right. As opposed to, like, again, he is in people's face. He's very Draymond Green. Like, yeah, he'll, he'll get, like, technicals and shit yep. for being too rough. I like that. Now, granted, on offense, he'll have a wide-open three, and I'm over, <laughs> like, I'm yelling at my TV, like, no! Don't do it! Because he never makes them. Like, he'll go, like, one for 12, and it's like, dude, there's a reason they're leaving you open, bro. But he's the dude that will freaking hit the game winner. I know, I know. You know what I mean? Like He, he will. Like, you hate seeing him line up, but even though... He'll hit the one. Even though it's like he missed 15 freaking threes that game... He hits the last one for the game winner, and he that's does. the only thing everybody ever remembers. Yep. That, and you're like, you're not wrong. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, I, I, I'm again. I don't watch the games. Um, we about watched the Warriors game last week, which that would actually been a really fun game to watch down at at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, life gets in the way. Being a dad gets in the way, and uh, and I was asleep at like. Well, I'll tell you this: if so first of all, I'm not watching the Celtics game like the early ones. Right. Um but and and I'll be at camp during the later games if unless they end up racking off four wins in a row against the Heat. Right. But if they do make the finals, I will be watching every game of right. the finals. I'll, if I'll the be Celtics down. are in. I'll be down. 
if you guys don't know or remember, um, I'm home for officially. I'm officially, officially home, right. not traveling for the at least the next five weeks. Yep. And actually plus six after that. That's right. So, so all right. But, I mean, that's all I had sports-wise yeah. uh, outside of you and I maybe going golfing on Friday. Yeah. Which will be fun. Uh, Got to get the KDGC. Shout out to uh, Caleb in the chat right now. Um, Got to yeah, get that boy. going. Because here's the deal. Which, so, actually, they're coming out soon, aren't they? Uh, is it this Sunday? Well, Caleb is. Alan's not. Oh, okay. Um, so, three out of the four yeah. original... KDGC. And I don't know if we could convince our wives to let us slip away at the golf course. Maybe already, we can. I already talked to mine. <gasps> yep. All right. I mean, my wife's pretty easy to convince. I think it will be Amber. <laughs> that we need All to right, get Rock. Rock, you do it. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this. I am feeling a lot more confident in my golf game. Yeah. To the point where, like... Usually what we do is we play nine holes stroke play and then we do like one and four for right. like match play and stuff. And there have been times where like I am the fourth guy and so you and I pair up and then like we dominate. Yep. I'm feeling confident enough that right now just to try because I know it's the weakest part of my game. I want Rorick. I want those big bombs. massive bombs Yep. because my mid to short game right now is on fire and even if we're hitting out of the far right rough or even the far right (laughs) you know the other fairway of the hole behind us yeah i think because i would argue rankings wise it goes you caleb me alan or maybe on a on alan's good day he's better than me yep i think three and four could beat one and two potentially scramble golf all right all right i'm feeling that confident so i all I i need is a bombing driver i which hate is to break Allen. it to you i hate to break it to you sure but you remember last year i was working on my my driver swing i was working on my just my mechanics of my swing uh-huh. and it wasn't going well scoring wise i am playing the best golf i've ever played in my life yeah right now good like i'll, I'll put it to the test on like friday my drives match play me and you friday All right, let's do it my drives are like sh- not straight straight but I can control them, and they're going not as far as I used to get it, like when I hit a straight one, but it's more consistent. Dude, my irons are freaking spot on. Okay. And uh, I won a new putter. That's right. I got a Scotty Cameron. That's right. I won. I won something. For one freaking time in my life, I won something, and it was a Scotty Cameron putter. Yeah. $450 for a new putter, and I love it. I've made four out of five attempts on my first putt. There you go. Ten, ten, uh, probably eight to three, uh, 13 feet. Okay. Four out of my first five putts with that putter, Drano. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I can I can hear this. Uh, Stay tuned you, next week for yeah, the match play results. I, I can hear, like, uh, oh, yeah, I think one and two might go down, but me and Caleb, if we get paired up, you guys are going down. Sorry. Here's the only reason why I think it could maybe happen is because I think, I think that Caleb sometimes plays down to his competition. Now, now he's on my well, team. Well, no, but this is what I'm saying is he will feel like he can be much more aggressive with his swings because right. he knows you will bail him out. Yeah. 
And what's going to end up happening is it'll be me and Alan versus you because Caleb's going to just swing Sorry. for the fences on everything. I'll carry the team. Hey, I'm little, just... little chirp. I'm, little I'm chirp, feeling chirp. it. I'm feeling it. That's all me, I'm saying. Little, little chirp, chirp. Me and Caleb got it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's transition. Yeah. Next topic. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Piss break on the show. We are outside. You don't even have to go to the bathroom. You can just walk off camera. And there's his dick right there. All three inches of it. <laughs> From the ground. That was a good comeback. From the ground. Just roll it back up when you're done. It's like a fruit roll up over there. Oh, lovely. Uh, well, I don't know if anyone's still hanging out in the chat. Oh, no. Uh, Rock was in the chat. So he is ready. Caleb was in the chat listening to the chirping. He's ready for you and him to apparently take Alan and I down. Bring your golf clubs, Caleb. We're going golfing on Sunday, apparently. So there you go. Bring them. Tell Amber it's on the docket. We're going out. Actually, I'm just going to check the weather real quick. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh my God. Partly cloudy, high of 67. Probably not much wind. On Sunday? On Sunday, oh. dude. It is golf weather. Bro. Like, bro, bro. Okay, we're going to have to do it. Yeah, we're going. Uh, and, and why can't we get Rorik here? Because it's Rorik. Do I need the same word? Rorik? I know you're not watching right now, but if you're listening... He will listen. I mean, I don't know if this will be edited and released before Sunday. Is there just four? I think there's just four. Yeah, it's just four. Okay. I think I'm going to have the the slammer. I'll be honest. I might. I can't believe I'm about to say this. You want another one? Well, no. I was going to say, I think the seltzer might be number two. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want that one? No, it's okay. Okay. Um, Do you want the Zahn? See, that's what I'm saying is I feel like I need more time with at least the Zahn. Okay. The, the salty one, I'm not quite so sure about. The Zahn, I, I think I need some more sips out of. And we're back. Uh, this segment is not brought to you by Arctic, but we do have an Arctic. Yeah. And we also have a solo stove. That's right. i'm just trying to throw out maybe maybe someday like one of these days uh, we'll get one we're just gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get a sponsor i know it i can feel it it'll happen so uh third topic since we're talking about solo stoves yes we have a bonfire on the back patio of the house we do and uh this episode is not brought to you by solo but let's talk about some etiquette yes Bonfire etiquette. etiquette around Very important because there are different types of people when it comes to fire in general. Right. I know that beer is so good. I saw that face like, yeah, it just hits. It hits so good right now around that bonfire. Okay. So here's my first one that I'm going to point out. Yep. Because I am somebody who I love like the... Yeah, the flames. Crazy flames. Yeah, like yeah. they're awesome. Now, granted, it's hot. Like you don't want to like be 
sitting like we are around a bonfire with like right. a massive 20 foot flame or anything like that. However, you also have to read the room of where you're at. Yes. Because there are some people at bonfires who are like total pyros. Oh, yeah. And that's great. I love having you at that party. Yeah, it is. But me. there is also <laughs> a time and a place. Yes. For that thing to occur. Yep. Because one time I was at a house party. We had a fire pit. Outside. It, it, of course, okay. outside. <laughs> um, it, summer night, you know, yep. there's baseball. Liter- we were across the street from Lark's Park over mm. in Hayes. Like their house was literally like foul balls would hit their house. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're across the street. We're in the backyard. There's a ball game going on. We got the fire going. The drinks are flowing. At one point in time, we, and this adds to the story, but like cops were even driving by. Because, like, we were getting, like, some noise complaints. Right. <laughs> but it ended up not just being noise complaints. So here's the deal. We had a couple of pyros at that party. So every, you know, 10, 20 minutes or so, someone would throw a couple logs on, and then somebody would just walk up with some, you know, f- lighter fluid or gasoline or whatever. And what they were doing is they were essentially putting them in Gatorade bottles oh, and then no. just dropping them into the fire. Oh, no. So, like cool stuff when it occurred yeah but what they did not account for was the fact that we had so imagine if this fire right now right was about what would you say that is 30 feet to our right yeah pretty close okay that's what was going on oh so again this fire you know maybe back here where we originally had it to start the stream Give me that 30-foot flame. Oh, my God. You don't want a 30-foot flame next to this thing right yeah, here, this tree. giant tree. Again, yeah. you guys can't see it on the stream or on the audio podcast. Yeah. But they were doing this, and I'm not kidding you. We were tickling branches oh with flames. Oh, my God, dude. And this is in a dry summer. No. The tree is overhanging the house. Also, they had a wood deck. Oh, no. Like... Not the time and the place yeah. to be pyros. Like, yeah. love pyros, but you have to read the room because it did get to a point where, again, cops were driving by for noise complaints, right? Right. And then eventually we got called on for essentially lighting the entire neighborhood <laughs> up like it was the 4th of July. Oh, no. And we did have... So it wasn't one of these nice fire pits either. It was like one of those mesh fire pits. Yeah. That gasoline seeps out the bottom. Oh, yeah. So there were multiple times where we had to, like, stomp out grass fires. Yep. Yeah, the next that, day, there's just a black spot. Yeah, like, it was just... 15 feet It was wide. singed all around the pit. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Um, fun party. Great time. Yep. But no... It, and again, the person who was doing it, it wasn't his house. Oh, no. Now, granted... The owner wasn't trying to stop him. Right. But it's like, dude, just so you know, if you light his house on fire, right. it's on you. Yeah, bro. Like, like You're on. the one throwing bottles of gasoline into this thing. Yeah. So fire etiquette number one, read the room with regards to how pyrotechnic you can get. And I think two, off just going off of that story right there, fire etiquette number two needs to be if you are a pyro, be mature. Yeah. Right? Be concerned about the safety of others. Right. Be mature. I mean, like, I, dude, okay, so this is a story that it ties right into that. 
um, we had a, when I was in, in high school, we had a going away party for, um, he was like a brother to us. He was going to the Marines. Okay. So sure. right after, right after he graduated, like we had this huge party, a going away party, right? Like at the end of July, mm-hmm. we're out at their house. Uh, we had a huge freaking bonfire. I mean, I'm talking like we had lumber piled up like eight feet tall and then we started the fire well uh he was going to the marines he was you know like like this ultimate like badass dude that i'm going to the marines you know so he was doing some dumb shit and uh he he put this pop can and actually i don't think it was even him Somebody put this pop can full of gasoline, like, right next to the fire. Uh-huh. And they're like, wow, watch this. This is going to be cool. And they, like, put it in there. Nothing happened. So, like, this this badass dude that's about to go to the Marines, and, and I love him. He's, like, he's one of my brothers. He freaking takes his knife, and we've had beers, right? Uh-huh. Takes his knife, stabs the pop can. Yep. And, and like, was going to throw it in the fire. When he stabbed the pop can with his knife... And reached back, the the whole entire thing engulfed him. Oh right? yeah, he had a freaking fireball stuck to his hand because his knife was still in it, and he like went to throw it, hits my brother Mitch across the fire. I don't know how still to this day how he didn't get engulfed in flames. Uh huh. And and somehow I mean everything was fine, but like. All you saw was this knife go in the bottle or in the pop can. He's like, "Oh shit!" and like tries to throw it, and then it, yeah. So again, be mature. Yes. Right. If you're gonna be a pyro, be smart about yep. being a pyro. Yeah. It's it's fun seeing big ass flames and all that, but if you're gonna catch somebody <laughs> or something on fire, yeah, let's not do it. Right. Um. So to even just talk about the flames yep. and them being too big, and this is more of a host etiquette mm-hmm. thing. If you're going to host a fire pit, yep. you need to make sure you are accommodating to the people around the fire. Yes. And what I mean by this is if there's a lot of smoke going on, you need to find a way to either deal with that or make sure people can like shift and like right. get out of it. Now, granted, we're in Kansas where the wind swirls and that yeah. sort of stuff. Sometimes yep, yep. it can't be helped. But the other big one is nothing's worse than when the fire like is starting to just slowly simmer and die out like this one and maybe maybe you're done yeah but if everyone else at the party like look you're the host you're the one who invited people over and the people are slowly inching their (laughs) chairs closer and closer to the fire you are not doing your job of keeping us warm the reason we are outside in your backyard is because you said look i'm having a fire pit which means a you're gonna be warm yep like on a cool summer night oh yeah a breezy summer night and yeah i am committing to going as long as necessary yep if you want to go home don't host a fire pit because i'm somebody where when i had the fire pit at my house if the flames were going i was staying up oh yeah because one i didn't trust the people coming over (laughs) to my house with an open flame right again we talked about the pyro (laughs) friends that i have So that was number one. But no, the only time I put water on that fire is when it's like everyone kind of like done, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll put this out. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yep. Like commit as the host to go as long as it takes and keep everyone warm. Yep. All right. So uh, fire etiquette number four then 
or is that three? Three. Uh, that was three. This will be four. So, uh, so what, yeah. What was three? So well, summarize. So, so, so number one was be mindful of your pyroness, yep. you know, the surroundings. Uh, yep. Yours was be like safety wise. Yeah, be mature. Be Yeah, be mature. Don't, yeah, don't put other people in harm's way yep. for a explosion. Yep. Okay. And then number three was as the host, you need to keep everyone warm and keep the party going. Yes. Like if the party demands it. Yeah, yeah, and and now, granted, let me backtrack a little bit. Go ahead. If you run out of wood, that is not your problem, right? Right. But I mean, granted, you want to be prepared. But if the fire's been raging for six hours, yeah, no, it's been six hours. It's okay to let it die down. Yeah. Like you don't need to go chop more wood. And <laughs> but if we are an hour and a half in, and you're out of wood, you done effed up. Yep. Yeah, and and that's the thing, right? It's like. I'm going to, if like we ran out of firewood right now, which we don't because it's Kansas and we've had 80 mile an hour windstorms and <laughs> right. I have plenty Branches of limbs. all over the place. I have yeah. plenty of limbs. So shoot, right now I have a trailer full that's not even going to go to the fire pit. It's going to go out to the farm. Right. But, um, yeah, if you're going to have a fire pit and everybody knows about it, you have to have enough wood. If I ran out of wood right now, I'd be going down and trying to find scraps in my shop or out freaking going in my yard and scrapping my my yard for more branches to burn. So, yeah, absolutely on that one. Which, if you need a quick fix for a big flame, old shoes were great. Oh, yeah. Those suckers burn bright for about two minutes, and then it's gone. You don't know how how much that's tempting me to see that right now with my old shoe <laughs> right now. Do you, like, do you have some like old uh, mowing shoes? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, well, I kind of, that's do, what I but, used to burn, but it's upstairs. I, I don't want to, I don't want to take a break, but these, I do need to get new running shoes. Well, when but you now, buy a yeah, new pair, save yeah. those and toss them in the fire. Yeah. It's I mean, cool. look at that. I can stick my finger all the way down into the bottom of my, my sole in between the pad of my shoe. I was going to say, that yeah. started out as a very raunchy visual for our audio listeners. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It Sorry did. about that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's all good. Um, so okay. the the next one, and this, this kind of goes back to to the first the first rule of know your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, number four. Yeah. But number four is tied in. Do not disturb the fire to have sparks go all over somebody. Yes. Right? Don't don't be the guy that's sitting there constantly poking the fire. Nope. Right? You're going to like uh you're going to not mean to do it, but every time you add fire wood, firewood to the fire, you're going to have some ash. Yep. Some some stuff is going to fly up. But that's everybody knows that when you come to a fire, everybody knows when you add wood, it it creates more sparks, more flames. But don't be the guy that's sitting there just constantly poking logs. Yeah, because that's that's creating unnecessary spark. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't be the guy that's like just playing with it just to play with it. And Plus, again, if if you're not the host, right. Honestly, you shouldn't be touching the fire without permission, anyways. You're damn right. Because, yeah, like. That's not your job. Your job is to come, bring your beer, bring yeah. the conversation. And look at the fire while we talk. Yeah. Yeah. Let the host do it. If yep. the host wants some help. Yeah. He'll or ask you. If or the she'll ho- ask you. Yeah. Or if the host is like, hey, could you, you know, turn that log over for right. me? Then do it. Right. But if you are a guest, you should not be 
adding to the fire, touching the fire, poking the fire. Or putting gas on the fire. No. <laughs> that is not your job. Right. And so one of the things to uh, that, oh, gosh darn it. Uh, don't be the guy, obviously, poking the fire, but also don't be the guy that's, like, n- not willing to help with the fire. Sure. It kind of goes in the same one. Right. Right. Don't overdo it, but don't underdo it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Number four. Okay. Number five for me. Yep. And this one's a big one. Okay. Because, again, I talked about it in the pre-show of the stream, so sorry if you don't get to hear it. Go check out the stream on uh, twitch.tv in the middle underscore podcast if you want to get this bit. But I am not a musical fella. I enjoy music. But usually, again, going back to the technology thing with the babies, we live in a world. We live in a world where I have Pandora, I have Spotify, I have YouTube. We have portable speakers, Bluetooth. We, you know, and some people (laughs) on their patio have like built-in speakers. Yeah, bro. Right, like it's electric. Goals. Do not, under any circumstances, be. And it's always a guy. It's never a girl. (laughs) Do not be the guy who pulls out a GD acoustic guitar <laughs> and starts strumming. Like, I don't. I knew look, this here's going. the deal. I don't care. Look, if Kenny Chesney came to my fire pit. Garth Brooks. If Garth, if Toby Keith, if George Strait, if Alan Jackson, if any country music singer. Came to my fire pit, Midwest summer night. The the light beers are going down easy. All that jazz. If they pulled out a guitar unsolicited, yeah, nobody asked for it. They're out. See, I don't care who you are. Now, Garth, I love you, but get the H off of my property right now. If Kenny Chesney (laughs) is at my fire pit, at some point in time, I am probably going. Hey, Kenny. Yeah, break it out, Mr. Bro. Chesney. You got a guitar in your car, and he'd be like, "I'm Kenny Chesney, dude. Of course, I got a guitar in my car." I'd be like, "Would you mind, good sir? We would all love it if you gave us a couple of renditions of some of your greatest hits." Yep. And he'd be like, "Well, yes, Mark. I would love to do that for you. Yep. I will be right back." You should not have that thing even on the premises. No, that thing should be in the car. As an emergency situation for someone saying, hey, you know what? I'm not feeling the vibes of the radio. Does anybody have a guitar? Right. Then that is your moment. The only time. And here's the other part. There's a there's a part A and a part B. You also need to know when it's time to stop. Yeah, put it away. You know, you give me two or three songs, and then you go like... Hey, like, I think I might take a little break. Like, don't even put it on me as the host to be the jerk. Be like, right. I'm going to play like two or three and then I'm going to take a break. If you Dude, guys want me to bust it out later again, I can. Read the crowd. Right. If you just had like a really emotional, like everybody understood, like, holy crap, that was like super, super awesome. Mm-hmm. Put it away. Done. And here's the other thing. The crowd means everybody. Yes. Not just the ladies. Yep. Because let's be honest, yeah. the on. reason you're hated at this party is not because you suck on a guitar right. or you suck at singing. You're probably fantastic at both. Right. 
but you are making it all about you. Yep. You're taking away all of the like energy at the party. Like if people are conversing, like everyone's sitting around the fire and we're talking, right? right. We're having a good time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you pull out a guitar and start strumming, whether people want to or not, and I'm in the not category. Yeah. I also am not going to be rude and like talk over you singing and strumming. I might. You're going to for well, I mean <laughs> maybe once it gets to a certain point, but at least initially I'm going to try to be the nice Midwestern guy like okay, I'll let him play one or two right, songs yeah. and then it's going to be like, "Look, buddy. Cut it out." Yeah. So no strumming guitars around a fire pit unless specifically and I mean specifically asked. If I say, "Hey, A1 wants some music." That is not a cue to go get your guitar. <laughs> right. That's a, hey, who wants to pick the station on Pandora, <laughs> Spotify, whatever. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. That is not an open invitation. Now, if I say, hey, is anybody with musical talent here have an instrument in their car? Now would be a great time to do that. Let me go get my recorder. Then get, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let me go get my flute. Do you know a hot cross buns yeah (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so yeah i just i number five honestly should have been number one because that is my go-to like don't be that guy at the party and now the kansas wind is starting to swirl it is we had no wind at the beginning of this yep just now starting to go that's all right though hey we made it this far uh mark is that is that it for for bonfire etiquette, or do you have one more? No, I'm I, out. Have, I have a couple more. Okay, um, they're not crazy long, and they're they're not even necessarily bonfire etiquette. They're like normal party etiquette. Yeah, uh, don't get too drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone loves a good buzz. Yep, but nothing's worse than a drunk guy who can't walk. Yeah, and an a open flame. Fire. Right. Yeah. The Terrible. amount of times, and usually it's at the lake for me. Yeah, it's it's less in a backyard, but especially at bonfire at the lake. You know, you're out in the sun all day, you're exhausted, yep. you haven't had any water, you're closing out the night with a nice little beach bonfire. Who doesn't love that? Yep. Shovel burgers. Comes Re- to mind. Shovel burgers. Yes, <laughs> I love the shovel burgers. Um, but nothing's worse. And I've been this person. Yep. And I, I told myself never again. No. Because people were genuinely concerned yeah. for my safety. Yeah. But when you can barely stand and you're next to an open flame, not a good idea. You're just and honestly, that kind of goes to your maturity thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Don't be immature with the fire. Don't yep. be immature with your drinking. Yep. If you're gonna go hard in the paint with the alcohol, get away from the fire. Right. Yeah. Back up four feet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just maybe more than that, but four for safety, baby. That's what I'm saying. Is like, don't be immature with your drinking mm-hmm. at the fire pit. Um, but even at normal parties, especially, especially if you're somebody who, yeah, it's like an angry drunk or somebody like tries to get into fights and stuff like yeah. that. Don't be that person. Yeah. So that's one. Another thing is also, um, I appreciate like games when we're around a fire, but again, it has to be specific games. Like don't play beer pong <laughs> at a fire pit. Right. Instead, do like stump. Yeah. Like stump is a great fire pit game. Yeah. Don't play cards 
right around the fire pit. Stump, you're gonna have to have the fire kind of in the background. It, that's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. you're, it, it might be a case where like you're almost half stumping it. Yeah, yeah. Like you have the stump almost next to the fire. Half circle. And so you, yeah. So you half circle it. You yep. won't be able to get the full circle around the stump, but you can half circle it. So like, pick appropriate drinking games. Yes. For that, because again, there's there's certain games that are not going to work one outside in general because right. it's usually windy. Yep. But also, like, it, again, you're going to pull the vibe away from the open flame, and that's yep. not what you want to do. A beer pong table. You focus around the table, right? Whereas the stump, you can still have that next to the fire pit, and you all still get to enjoy the fire. If I want to roast a marshmallow and play stump, I can do that. Right. I can't roast a marshmallow and play beer pong. Right. Can't do that. Or cards. Yeah, cards is a great example. I mean, yeah, uh, they're flammable for first. Yeah. I mean, and and you throw cards yep. to people. How do you passing them out? Like, yeah. Yeah. This is dumb. Mm-hmm. Just don't even try it. And then, so this is my last one, and I'm somebody who, like, free game. So this does not apply to me, but I know some people are very particular about their fire. So, again, it's a you have to ask the host. Right. Don't just throw whatever into the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. for me, yep. a fire pit is a trash can on fire. Yep. That's what it is. Well, this so one, if you by have... solo stove, is not necessarily a trash can. It's a double insulated, very well <laughs> uh, ventilated, uh, smokeless fire pit. That's right. Yeah. Solo stove, not not a sponsor. Yeah. Yet. But. Yeah. Anyway. You know, it's a nice fire pit. Yes, it is. And do you want me to for example, throwing my old rubber shoe into that fire pit that you then later would have to clean out. Not necessarily. Okay. What about my beer can? You know, I'm no. done with my beer can. Do you want that? So, again, my fire pit, free game. Yep. Throw whatever you want in there as long as it's not a bottle full of gasoline. All yep. right? You know, again, yep. read the room. Yep. But anything you want to throw in there that's even mildly flammable, go for it. Right. I don't care. But there's some places that you you cannot treat it like a trash can, and to just willy nilly toss whatever in there that's not firewood is disrespectful to the owner of the pit. Yeah, I, I so mean, you don't do that. Much like a stainless steel, very double insulated, very well ventilated <laughs> fire pit by Solo Stove. Thank you, Solo Stove, <laughs> for your. <laughs> but yeah, so I think. That pretty much covered everything. Last um, last rule that you should have with every fire pit, it's not necessarily etiquette. It's just a safety thing. You need some way to put fires out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Like, yeah. always put out the fire before Which you I, go, go inside and go to bed. I think that was either eight or nine, maybe ten. But anyway, mm-hmm. the very last thing, because it has to be the last of the night. Yes. Fire needs to be put out. That's right. Water yes. next you. next to the fire. Yes. Last thing. And actually, that's just a good rule in general. Have, yeah, water, fire extinguisher, Dirt, whatever. Yeah, a shovel. Nearby yeah. at all times. Because yep. you just never know when, when yeah, Johnny Pyro comes walking up With the from the sidewalk <laughs> and tries to ruin the party for everybody. You need to have a emergency plan ready mm-hmm. to go. And again, that's more on the host, but, yep. you know, 
if if you don't have that, me being the good friend would say, hey, where's your hose? Yeah, oh, right it's literally 10 feet from us. Right. And I know in a pinch, if this got out of control, one of us is grabbing the nozzle and one of us is going to the tap. Exactly. It, it would be very awkward, though, if both of us went to the same thing. Like, I feel like we would figure it out heat of the moment. I but. think so. <laughs> but like, if we're like fighting now over the, the like, oh, no, I'm going to turn it on. No, I'm going to turn it on. No. Hey, what are you doing? I'm turning it on. No, I'm turning it on. Like, that'd be really right. weird. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I'm sure there's more rules, but that definitely covers the basics. Yeah. You know, fire safety. Don't be a doucher musician. Yep. Don't be the drunk a-hole. And, uh, and, and, and don't be the drunk a-hole also throwing more crap on the fire that you <laughs> weren't asked to do. Right. And, and just be mindful of the vibe. Because, yeah. again... Different than a house party in a living room or a basement or something like that. A song can change the vibe. Absolutely. A a drunk person can change the vibe, all that sort of stuff. But when it's a fire pit, it's a well-understood thing. Like, look, the primary objective is for us all to sit around this warm, cozy flame, drink some ice-cold beverages, and enjoy each other's company. That is the primary goal Whereas at a house party, it might be we're playing drinking games. We might be getting sloshed. We might be, yeah, just socializing, having some wine, you know, whatever. It might be a dinner party. Like, there's a million parties you can go to. A fire pit is a, like, it is a fire pit party. That's what it is. Yeah. That's it. I think it's well said. All right. Well, let's close it out. Do you have anything else? No, I'm done. All right. We're closing this baby out. Thank you guys for listening to episode nine of In the Middle Podcast of season two. Be sure to subscribe. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. If you want to support the podcast, be sure to click on the link in the show notes and donate to the cast. Again, if you want to give us a little bit of money, a little bit of some of your money, or all of your money. Or none of your money. Or none of your money. We'll gladly take it or not take it we want to hear from you guys so please follow us on the tweets page at pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle uh, contact us do whatever you do on the tweets and the Facebook. don't forget to drop that follow on twitch at in the middle underscore podcast if you want to email us for whatever reason you can now email us at in the middle no spaces Right in the middle, no spaces, underscore dadcast at gmail.com. Mark? Sipe. Anything else? I think we're solid, buddy. All right. Talk at you soon. Bye.